And welcome to Diamond Dreams Miami Up and In, February 23rd, episode 23. 2023. 2023. <laughs> it's meant to be, man. I'm telling you, Don Mattingly. Not Jordan. <laughs> Not Jordan. Don Mattingly. I always say, you know, when, when I was a kid and in high school wearing 23, people would tell me, oh, yeah, you wear 23 because of Jordan. I'm like, no, I'm Don Mattingly. Don Mattingly. Like, Jordan doesn't even play baseball. And then he played baseball, but he was 45. One of the greatest first basements to ever play the game. Hall of Famer. Should be. Should be. Should be. Should be. Hey, well, go gloves, man. Like, he has like nine gold gloves. So. Deserving. Very deserving. <laughs> very deserving. I went to Cooperstown once with my dad, and they had his gold, one of his gold gloves there on display. And I awesome. made sure to take a picture with one it. One of nine. One of nine. <laughs> the best. Impressive. Him and Keith Hernandez were the, the best fielding yeah. first basements. But really quick, shout out to Sammy Love for that intro music. <clears throat> follow him, Evil Love Music, and follow Radio Stereo Exclusive. and karaoke. Exclusive it, exclusivity. Yeah, it's ours. It's no ours. Else's. That's it. 23 shows <laughs> in. We haven't changed it. We must like it. Yep. Thank you so much, Sammy Love. Appreciate it. And I'll mention quick, Armando Alvarez. That's me. Real estate agent. You want to buy, sell, call me. I'm buena gente. We'll sit and talk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk shop there at La Carreta. Drink some coffee. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be shady. Not saying that there's shady realtors, but there are shady realtors. Anyway, uh, and Diamond Dreams Miami Academy. Diamond Dreams Miami spring season, full blast, full bore, flooring it. Uh, wins are coming, losses are coming, problems are coming, but we're getting them all straightened out. We're good to go. Yeah, my son's team. One of the team that I am a volunteer coach. VHC, volunteer head coach. Joe, Joe Torrey. Big time. We won 32 to 7 last night at Tamiami. Big win. My nephew and godson, AJ Alvarez, three home runs and rips. You saw one of the videos. We're going to have to sign them. Good rip. We're going to have to get them signed already. <laughs> Good rip. But you know what's the best part? Every time he got to home plate, he went right over home plate. He had to go back. Hey, AJ, go. go back. Tag the base. Missing the most important base. We've got to work on that. <laughs> we'll after work the, on after that. the third one, I called him. I go, AJ, Papa, that's your third. But oh, you missed the base all three yeah. times. You know, this it's not a home run until you touch it that base. Could be an out. Could be an out. Never know. Thank God he hit him for Never know on the ump. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, big week, Mike, for, for, for the academy. You know, aside from the games, baseball buddies. What a great experience it was for the kids. What it was. You know, that's something we used to do every year uh, pre-COVID. And then now they brought it back this year post-COVID. And this is their first weekend. They happen to have a back-to-back. And we are able to take the, the full, uh, you know, season 14 T-ball plus a couple of our 6U teams. You know, those events for me are, are always nice because it gives you a little bit of a different perspective of your parents, of your the players, of the of even my the perspective of myself as a coach. You get to you I'll get to you, you know well, hang I'm out a little, a little differently. Bit. But you know, to me, you know, always grateful and thankful for those little opportunities, awesome. man. Little opportunities to get to know people on a different level, and um, and uh, very grateful. Very grateful. You know what I loved when the guy said there was a team that came earlier this week or over the weekend. They weren't in full uniform. They weren't Everybody uniform. from Diamond Dreams was in their uniform. Everybody Diamond Dreams full uniform. You know, I kind of feel there's a, a right way to do things and there's a wrong way to do things. And, uh, you know, you got to go in your, show off your, your team slash academy slash your family's uniform Absolutely. to these events to know who you are, who you're representing, who you're playing for. You know, it's important. So. No, and, and the kids having their names announced and standing there for the national anthem. I mean, it, it was fantastic. Even... I was standing next to the kids and next to a couple of the of the Canes players for, for the anthem. And the reason I, I kind of laughed thinking about this, because my brother and I were, were, were talking about this yesterday. He calls me and he goes, 
man, yesterday during the anthems, I was looking at the field and looking at the players, and and dude, I just wanted to go out there and play. And I'm like, dude, I felt I felt the same way. And my brother goes, bro, you know how you know if I <laughs> he goes if I played right now and I take a big swing, I'm gonna like bust my kneecap. Oh no, you'll be done. <laughs> yeah, you'll be done. You'll be done. I'm like in my in my head, I was like, bro, I could go out there and play, bro, and I'll be great. <laughs> you know, for That's me, you know, for me, it's always uh, when I'm when I go back to these colleges and these universities, especially places that I played uh, at or against. It's so it's always refreshing. You know, it's like a breath of fresh air. You know, I left there yesterday with kind of like a, in good spirits, you know, some new ideas, some new mentalities, some new things I saw. And um, I love it. I love it. Need to do more of that. No, and always like thinking back to those days, you know, we were talking about your your time at FIU and. A couple of your former teammates or listeners of the podcast now, too. You know, it's funny. You know, Luis Fernandez, um, I had, he just got a son playing high school now. And I, I commented on one of his story pictures. And I told him, hey, man, the last podcast, you know, I, I shouted you out a little bit if you want to take a listen. And he did. And then he, he quickly transcended that to the other people that, that listened. I got, you know, some messages from players that I played with 20 years ago saying, hey, man, we, you know, appreciate it. You know what I mean? And um, so that was special for me, you know, a couple of days ago to, to circle back around with all of these guys and, and kind of just do the podcast. So, you know, and, you know, I've, I've been able to to tell them individually that, you know, that group of guys 20 years ago played the big part in who I am today. Yeah. You know, they, those guys, I was a freshman, they were junior seniors and it was a special group. Yeah. Yeah, we got to have them on sometime. Absolutely. Yeah, we definitely do. Great, we great definitely players. Do. I remember them. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome guys. But we have another awesome guy here on on the on our show. We sure do. On the podcast. Welcome, Alex Delgado. MyBa Commissioner, Miami Youth Baseball Association. Longtime baseball guy. I remember you from the days at Academia Carlos Pascual. That's, that's right. <laughs> yep, that's where I grew up. And that's where I grew up playing baseball. <laughs> no, awesome place, man. You know, like, it, it's funny. Every single guest we've had... You know, they mentioned, oh, Tamiami, Tamiami. I think except Carlos Casanueva because he mm -hmm. was an international mm -hmm. and Little Havana guy. But uh, everybody mentions Tamiami, but my Mecca was Grapeland Park. That was right. my Mecca. Right. Playing at Grapeland Park and, and then having teams going to play at the, at the boys club where Eddie Agallo was at. Agallo. And he was all those, all those seasons over there and, and, and playing against all the different academies. That's why I always say I'm always going to be an, an, an academy guy because I grew yep. up playing in an academy. I grew up playing against Little Havana, Latino Americana, Florida Tommy Lions, Taylor, Florida Lions, <laughs> but International, Pipiolo, Pipiolo. Like those guys are are all time greats. You yep. know, those are guys that always you know bring me back to to when I was a little kid. No, and one thing that um you know because I, I I told Mike I'm like man you know when we when we talk to Alex today obviously you're you're around Maiba and Grapeland Park and all that. I haven't been there in, in quite a bit. You know, I'll, hopefully now with my son and with Diamond Dreams, I'll, I'll be there more more often. But yesterday when I was looking at the at the website and all that, man, it got me so happy to see Manolito's name on there. Yes, Manolito still goes to the park. Awesome. Um, he's, he's kind of like my uh, assistant uh, commissioner. Um, I've known him since I was a little kid. He was uh, he was one of my umpires when, when I was there, right? And... Um, Believe it or not, back in the day, he was he was actually an excellent umpire. He was amazing. And, he was he was and, so good. And to this day, he's he's still pretty sharp when it comes to the rules and stuff like that. So, you know, I always like to have him around. You know, I, I think he goes to Fernal a little bit, goes to Grapeland a little bit, lives a little bit closer to his house. So, but he's you know, yeah, I remember him and uh, Roque. 
<laughs> from back in the day. Hey, Rocky, Rocky, yes. <laughs> I was actually talking about him last night with my dad. Hey, Rocky, yeah, man. And, and you know, uh, I also wanted to ask you, back to Grapeland Park, you know, how, how cool is it to, you know, it, it just goes, you know, full, full circle. circle. I mean, yeah. you... you Kind of like never left there. I mean, you 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 played at Pacual. You're you know you're there with your family, coached a bit too. Because I remember you helping out them being and and coaching and now all these years you're you're running my out of out of there. That's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It it, it is. It has come full circle for me. And and um, I, I literally grew up on 37th Avenue and 13th Street. You know, my uh, my grandfather Polo. I call him. You know, I used to call him Polo. He used to walk me over there to the park and and you know batting practice, hitting, et cetera. And then that's when we got into the whole um, playing at Apacuan, playing in the baseball academy and and uh, and um, and nothing. Yeah, I went to summer camp there. I worked as a uh, camp counselor there. Um, I played baseball there, like you said. Um, my mar- my mother married my, my stepfather there, Juan, um, which has been an, an excellent influence in my life. Excellent Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Excellent, excellent man. Um, I wouldn't be where I am right now if it wasn't for him. He's, he really is uh, an excellent human being. Um, and nothing, you know, it's, 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 been, it's been a good story. My children were able to play there also, you know, so they came back around. Um, like you said, I coached there with, with Paquan. You're still coaching now, though, right? You're, you're coaching a... I'm coaching, a, I coach the uh, seventh grade Belen uh, nice. team, right? And I also clo- coach the uh, seventh and eighth grade ACC uh, Belen team. Nice. Which awesome. has also been very good for me to, to do it. Um, especially, I have a nice little group of families. You know how important the of whole course. family thing is? Of course. Um, because at the end of the day, I'd rather have 10 good families than, than 10 all-stars, to be completely oh, honest with you. Absolutely. You know? I, and, and and those are the choices that I made even with my, with my children. You know, um, you know, my older son played with the contenders with uh, Peter Serto, right? And uh, there was an excellent group of families there. And um, my my younger son, you know, played with Line Drive and uh, and um, the Blue Devils. And again, those decisions were made based off of families, you know. Um, Diamond Dreams, unfortunately, was not around for me <laughs> at that time. <laughs> unfortunately, but, you know, they're a little bit older. My boys are almost, or are done. Actually, this is Aiden. My son's Aiden's last season at Grapeland, probably. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Nice, man. Nice. Uh, w- w- when did you start playing baseball? What, what was your, like, what age did you start growing up? Um, well, I, I think I've been playing baseball or I've been around baseball since I was four years old. Four years old. And, um, you know, the funny thing about 23 and you mentioning Don Madeline is I, I grew up a huge Yankees fan because when I was younger, the only the only channel that we had to watch baseball at that <laughs> time because there was no Marlins, right? I mean, so it was channel thirty three on Tuesday nights. Yep. So I would I would watch him, Dave Fer, Winfield, Fer, Fer Rizzuto calling the games. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and um, you know the Yankees used to have the spring training over there at, at Bobby Maduro Stadium, and and uh, I would go watch them play. I would go watch them play and the Orioles and and, and that kind of stuff. I grew up in that neighborhood, so awesome. And you're yeah. still around it today, it's and I'm blessing. and I'm still around it today. Yes, it's changed a little bit. Narrow is the same, but yeah, it's 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 a good thing. And, t- and talk about your your family's influence on on you and you know and and, and baseball. I mean, pa, when when I was a kid playing at Pacual, you know, my dad was like, "Oh, 
Patato played in the bigs. Camilo Pacuaro was one of the greatest pitchers of all time. And and man, it's such a great experience, you know, not, not only with your with your family, you know, with your dad and your uncle and, and grandpa and all that. But all the coaches there, man, like I could, I could go down the line and, and I learned so much, you know, from Colinach, from Pee Wee, from Papito, Pineda. You're, you're, you're stealing all my Popeye. thunder. You're stealing all my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> I was li literally thinking about all those guys yesterday. Um, cause I, I remember them all having, you know, an influence in, in me, you know, from Codinach to Peewee to, to, uh, Isaire, you Isaire. know, that he passed away. Yeah. Yes. Um, Papito, um, Pineda, which is still, he's still there at Grapeland. I mean, it's I need to go and see him. It's incredible. He, he literally looks the same <laughs> as he did back then. And he still runs the practices the same way and yells. That's awesome. No coach went out. Huh? What's that? No coach went out. Yes. Yes. And, and, um. You know, all those guys have positive influences on, on kids, right? They had a po positive influence on Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Um, I grew up, you know, obviously being around Patado, right? Um, in, in my eyes, obviously, it's going to be, I'm going to be biased, but, you know, I, I always felt like he was a pillar in the community, right? And, and that's the reason why, you know, that park is actually named after him, right? After they, they redid it and they rebuilt it, they, they um, I believe it was uh, Pedro Grifol. Right, who's nice. who played there? Right, one of the players that played there, he's the one who who um, kind of initiated and and spearheaded that project, and and they got the name to be dedicated to him after him, you know, after he passed away. Awesome. So, um, I have a, a special that park has a special place in my heart. You know, I really have some great memories there. I I, I remember going there on Saturdays and and being dropped off or 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 going there for the morning session. Um, practicing you know playing baseball and then just staying there the whole day you know you know i had i had great made great friends there jeff rodriguez um you know this guy juan danger that works in the fire department with me now <laughs> right it, it's crazy like it, it's is jeff rodriguez one that played at fiu with me is that is that the that's one? correct yeah, jeff rodriguez he's in yeah. key west now he he's lives in key, in key west, west now. yeah okay. yeah and and we used to do all these things, you know, whatever whatever season it was, we would play basketball on the basketball courts. If it was football, we would play flag football. If it was baseball, we would play wiffle ball behind the buildings. And, and we were just there, you know, the, the whole day at a park yeah, playing. I, you know, I, I kind of feel, you know, because we've had these conversations before, Armando, in the previous podcast about, you know, just the environment and things that would happen post-game. It's tough to see now. It's not, I feel a little bit, and Alex, I mean, I, you know, I run Diamond Dreams, bro. Diamond Dreams is a, a pebble compared to, to, to the numbers that you have. So I operate 17 teams, right? We operate like 200-something kids. You're, you guys are at how many teams right now in this league? Well, well, this season we're at 141 teams. 141 teams, which yeah. comes out to about 1,800 players, Mahomeno. Yeah. Right? About 1,600 yeah, it's, it's, players. It's, it's about, you know. Right. Give and or, give or take. And I'm managing. I'm managing two fields, and you're managing how many? You guys got the four. You got. Well, the we had four the four at Grapelin, right. the two at, at Fernow, and right. the four at Flagami, right. and then you know we have a partnership right. with uh, with Doral, so we right. play out of Doral also. Right. Um, so it's a huge logistical thing, and then on top of that, you got the umpires, right? You got to <laughs> send out a ton of umpires, and and you know, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I'm a high anxiety guy. <laughs> You know, Mondays, my anxiety is through the roof, and it starts tapering off as the, as the week goes. Well, Mikey, you're 
one of the most organized individuals <laughs> I have you. ever seen in my life. You Thank know? you. Thank I, you. I can relate I appreciate to you. It. I really am. I appreciate it. Really it's, is. it's, you know, and he for, makes my life a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. But for me, like, for example, like this Saturday, we had 10 games, right? So, you know, I logisticate early in the morning, get everything going here at DD Park. And then, you know, we got the guys at Palmer. Then we got the guys at Grapeland. You know, for me, it's, it's, it's sometimes it's like, whoa, you know what I mean? And I feel like in the biggest scheme of things, I think that the hard work that goes on behind the scenes with what you guys do, I think it gets lost in the public, in the public's eye a little bit. Um, and it's a shame because, you know, I know the hard work I put in with my little program, but dude, this guy, Alex and Juan are running 2,000 players, 150 teams, five parks, 50 umpires, you know, and then people don't leave any room for anything, for anything. It's either got to be perfect or it's not. And, and, and people have lost a little bit of perspective with that. And I think that the post-game things that we're talking about that we're not seeing anymore in any of the parks, I think it's due to the loss of perspective from everything that happens during the game and before. That's what Absolutely. I feel. People want to finish the game getting easy because of this or that or this or that. And we kind of lost the, the perspective a little bit. You know, and I'm trying to bring that back at Diamond Dreams. You know, I'm trying to bring it back um, because I want people to really understand, like, what it takes to to do these things. You know what I mean? And, and Alex, I want you to know, dude, the bottom of my heart, bro, you guys, I respect you guys and what you guys do, like, big time. And I tell people all the time, like, tranquilo, you know, <laughs> suave. We're in, we're in great hands. You know what I'm saying? Thank so. you. It, it's, it's overwhelming. It really is. It's overwhelming at times. Um, and it's overwhelming because... You know, you know, you know a lot of these people, right? And 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 then the ones that you don't know, after a while, you start building relationships with them, right? And and you want things to 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 run right and to work out right, you know, and for the kids to have like a, a, a positive experience. Um, but yes, it, it is difficult, and it's it's nonstop. I, I I say I joke around with people all the time, and I say that that, that going to work in the fire department, which is a pretty stressful job is nothing compared to running a youth baseball program. No, that, that's a fact. <laughs> I mean, it's it's from the second that I wake up to the second I go to sleep, it's it's nonstop. Um, you know, for the most part, it's, it's nothing but complaints. I'm not going to lie to you. It's about umpires or the field conditions or um, the parking, the weather. You know, I'll, I'll have people that'll text me at, at 10 a.m. in the morning and tell me that it's that it's raining in Homestead, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. it's mind-boggling to me. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I get it. I get it. You don't want to drive from Homestead. But guess what? When when I used to drive to to uh, to the boys' club, that's where a guy canceled the games. Yeah. That's how it was. There was no there was text. No. There, there was, was no. no. There was none of that. You know, I remember... It pouring at my house by Belen, and we have a game, and I'm like, we're going to the game. I was like, yeah, you don't know if it's raining there. Like, and I remember sitting yep. in, the, in the parking lot of Tamiami, hey, pouring and pouring, and you gotta wait. Those eight cars lined up. You gotta wait. You had to wait. You know yep. what I mean? Listen, man. The, you know, I want to say something about field conditions. <laughs> um, field conditions don't change in the middle of innings for one team or another team. Field conditions stay the same. So if you show up to a field and there's something on that field you don't like, you got to play in it. It's not gonna, it's not gonna change in between innings to favor one team or another. It's so it's so petty, 
it's so petty a lot a lot of things you know i tell people all the time you know in respect to the weather okay um i do this full time all right each one of our teams has their own app they have their own band and as soon as there's a rain out you're gonna get it on your message but if my brain doesn't trigger rain out i'm not gonna put it on the message right. Like, I have to make my decision. I have to wait to see what's going on at our parks. But it's the same thing. Practice is at 4 and you're getting a message at 10 a.m. Right. It, yeah. It's, it's it's you know, and not, not only that, but it's, you know, and I hate to say it, but you know, I think it's a little bit of a lack of common sense. Well, and, and I think that people just, they just look at, at themselves, right? And they're only looking at maybe their their son or their or their team in particular and their situation. Um but I, I think that you're going to be hard-pressed to find a league, right, that drags and lines fields for every single game. You guys do it every game. Every game. Every game. Right? Every game that gets dragged in lines, right? Um, you know, we, we order conditioners for the fields. We order clay for the fields. Um, we order diamond dry, right? Um, you're going to be hard-pressed to find people who are going to fix fields, right? I've been, I've been fixing fields for, for a long time. Okay, um, and and I do it obviously one because I want the games to be played right, um, and and two, you know, if you drive to the park, and I know that you're coming from Homestead or you're coming from Miramar or you're coming from wherever, the, the the least I can do is is give you that opportunity right, and even then it's not enough sometimes, you know, um, but listen. I'm gonna keep on pushing through, right? No, and we're, we're gonna, gonna and we're gonna keep on going. No, I, I, no doubt I, I, about there's, it. There's, no, there's, there's no, there's no choice. You know, there's no choice. Um, I always tell people, you know, those, those those bags of diamond dry that they see me dumping on the fields, that's that's fifteen dollars a pop, know, a pop, a pop. It's fifteen dollars a pop, and I don't I don't hold back on using it. Okay, um, I truly care about about the fields. You know, my heart was broken when what happened with uh, the fields at Grapevine Park in regards to them burning the grass, the way that they burnt the grass. Um, you know, I don't want a child to get a bad bounce, get hit in the face, but that's baseball. That's baseball. Right? Um, you know, I had a parent the other day text me something about um, that their, sit, their son slid into a base and, and, you know, they hurt their knee or whatever. Okay. Hope he gets you know? better. And, and you know what? My answer to that was, you know, I understand um but you know what there's clay coming and there's conditioner coming right because i've ordered it and if you go to flagami right now there's flagami flagami looks sharp like they've cleaned it up there they've cleaned it up yeah they've cleaned it up clay you looks know? good you condition they're good they're condi yeah, you know good. it's 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 i think one of the better parks right now you know and and that's you know i'm i'm saying that it, it's it's definitely improved you know it could be a lot better you know that 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 park if you think about it, it's probably one of the parts to get used the most. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, thinking back, like, you know, how, how many bad fields are we playing as, as kids or growing <laughs> up? I, I remember when I was at, um, I'd say, Michael, we played at uh, Corpus Christi. <laughs> and I remember leading off the game, and I, I, I hit one into right field, and I, and I was fast, dude. So I'm like, oh, it's, it's a hit. I'm running the base, coming back, whatever. Bro, there was a... a, a like almost like a like a pothole <laughs> right next to home plate. <laughs> I take one step and I went bop a piso, and I woke up. I mean, I got up and I by the time I started running, like they threw me out at first. You know, I had, when I was at La Salle, 
we were play at some field by Winwood my freshman year because we we didn't have a field, and you know there were days like we would get there and we would find you know a mattress that somebody yeah. would put there to sleep, <laughs> chicken bones on the field. I mean, Concho, you know, like I I know I know people right now they're. You know, I, I think we live we live in like different times, right? Like people are are very coddled. They want everything perfecto. You know, I mean, we've always had like the parents that complain. Eso sí, you know. But but dude, there's some there's some things that people complain about that I'm like, really? That's what you're complaining about? Like like Mike said, you can't. You know, if you get to a park that's not controlled by you know one of you guys, and it's a bad field. Hey, what, nothing you th- can those do. Those are the elements. If it rained, if it was muddy the day before, si está cayendo una llovina, and you're afraid, you're afraid of your kid gets sick. Like, dude, there's a lot of things that you can't control. Like, you know, you, to you, me, it was always you. You play on. You yeah, play. Oh, of That's course, it. you just grind it out. You, you play. play. And listen, you know, um, you got to play the game. You know, when you when you begin to worry, you know, I feel that if you're if you're showing up to the field, you know, with your child. You're going to get them ready for warm-up. You're going to get them ready for the game. And your focus is on some type of criticism of the field. I, I think you you turn around and go back home. You're probably not yeah. going to be the best for your team that day, energy-wise, parent-wise, positivity-wise. And, Alex, I, I say this all the time. Okay, we're in a, we're in a, a, a business that um, we provide a service. And it's a very easy business slash service where – Anybody can have a bad day at work. You pick up your child, you've had a bad day, you go to practice, you go to the game, and you're nitpicky. And any little thing is going to set you off. And any little thing is going to make you send a text to the coach or make a comment or say something negative to another parent. You know what I'm saying? Um, which to me is the biggest poison that there is. Animosity, right? Yeah, it's An- the biggest animosity poison, between players and, and, and families. Is, yeah. It'll destroy you. Know, you know, we had an incident, you know, this weekend at T-Ball where, you know, one of our teams, um, just a couple people just decided to to get real vocal, you know, with the other parents. You see a couple parents get their stuff, leave, go to the other side. You know, where I see it doesn't mean there's fire. Where there's smoke doesn't mean there's fire, but it could be. It could be. And you have to go nip it right in the butt. You have to nip it. Lost them as clients. They're not, but they're not coming back. But you know, I needed to protect the other seventy-one people in that T-ball program. You know what I'm saying? And to me, you know, coming edgy and 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 being nitpicky and being communicative with everybody else, but the main guy, I think that's poison. I think that's cancerous. You know what I mean? And um, absolutely. You know, as far as long as Diamond, as long as Mike Quintana is going to be running Diamond Dreams, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to put up with any of that. Zero. I mean, Alex, Zero. I, I was going to ask you. And he's got to do it on a scale exactly. that's, that's times what I was 10. To. He's got to do it on a scale that's times 10. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you because, you know, Mike went through that this, um, Mike went through that this, you know, this weekend. And then, um, you know, and when, when you're, when you're doing it, you know, at, at that scale, obviously you're going to deal with people that are calling about umpires, about, you know, coaching, about this, about that, about the field. How do you how do you handle those situations? Because I mean, sometimes they're tough to handle, and and you got to do it in a in a way that's, you know, you're you're trying to be, I don't want to say political, but but you know, you want to you want to you know give them obviously the benefit of the doubt. Okay, qué pasó, whatever. But how do you handle those situations when they maybe 
cross that line? Well, let me see here. Uh, how do I handle those situations? Because those, those situations, you know, they range from the umpire being at fault, right? Let's, let's talk about yeah. the umpire, right? Let's talk about the umpire. So it, it could, the umpire could be at fault, right? Um, and how did that umpire handle that situation? Like, um, I'm really big on, on a couple of things with the umpires, right? One, I want them to be uniformed, right? I want them to be on time, okay? Um, I don't want them to be using their phone. If I get a complaint from a coach or a parent, a picture of a of a of a umpire using a phone during the game, I suspend them. Okay. Um, cutting time off of games, right? I've I've spent I don't know how much money to the point where I just gave up. Okay, on stopwatches because I I I feel that if you're going to come to the park, right, your son should get. The hour and 45, hour and 50, hour and 20 minutes that that he deserves, right? That's what the time limits are for the games. That's what he should get. And no umpire should be cutting or shaving time off the game. That was a big issue at the beginning of, of, wow. of when I started doing that, when I started doing the, the youth baseball program. Um, in regards to the parents complaining, I, I, I listen to them. You know, I get I get a lot of text messages. I get a lot of messages through through Instagram in regards to umpires about balls and strikes and outs and stuff like that. Um, and I and I and I, I listen to them. Um, in regards to balls and strikes, there's there's really no way anyone can really complain about balls and strikes because if you if you think about it, you're sitting at an angle, right? And you could be twenty feet, thirty feet away from the plate. And if you're sitting by the dugouts, you're about 70, 80, 90 feet away from the plate. Now, obviously, if a ball hits the ground, it's over the head, et cetera, et cetera, I get it. But to be complaining balls and strikes, um, you know. I it's really, a waste of time. It's a complete waste of time. It's a waste of time. You know, it's a complete waste it's of time. It's a complete waste of time. Yeah. And all you're going to do is, is aggravate the umpire. And, you know, and yourself. And because yourself. You're, because, listen. I'm very grateful for umpires, okay? Because like you just said, Alex, they're uniformed, they're on time, you know, your phone, you know, and bro, they're there on weekends, all day, baking in the sun. And if it's cold, pasando tremendo frío. They don't get to eat in between games. They have very little time. They get, you know, so I'm very grateful for the umpires, okay? If you want to... you. you have some type of uh, conversation, dispute during a game with an umpire. It has to be about a rule. It has to be about a rule. It has to be. About it can't a be rule. about a call. Okay. If 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 I go out to talk, not argue, talk about a call, it's maybe because I saw it differently, and it's to let him know. Hey, I'm watching too. That's it. You know, maybe next time. You know, because. The secondary, sometimes umpires may lose focus, right? It's happened in our league, everything's focused. But, you know, rules, okay, we, I'll go out there and I'll argue a rule. I'll dispute a rule. But on calls, you're just letting him know you're paying attention as well. You're just letting him know, listen, I expect you to either get a better angle. I say, you know, maybe you can move next time, you know, stuff like that. But to me, it's a complete waste of time calling calls. Safes, outs, and, and, and the worst thing is these phones and then the recording of the plays and then sending you the play. And then, and I hate to say it, but the way it looks on video may not be the way it looked live, okay? Because you're able to break it down on a video. And the umpire can't break it down live. He can't. You know, some of us have better eyes than others. 
You know, some of us can, you know, some guys can hit 100 mile or fastball, some can't. Right. So, you know, to me, all those things, when, when they come to me, Alex, I, I listen, but to me, it's just a big waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and what you said about concentration. So on, on Saturdays, right, we play games, um, you know, we'll be, we'll be at a different parks, right? We'll be playing at Flagami Four Fields, at Grapeland Four Fields, Fernal Two Fields, Doral, you know, uh, one field or two fields. And, and let's say I have another field here going on somewhere else. Um, and we'll be playing 9, 11, 1, 3, and 5, right? You know, for the most part. You know, that's that's a lot of games. That's a lot of games, man. <laughs> <Come> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Think about that. That's, yeah, a lot of, that's a lot of games. That's, that's um, you know, and and without them, we can't have a... We can't nothing. We can't have yeah. anything. Oh, and one thing, you know, in, in respect to the balls and strikes, okay, one thing that I think a lot of people, parents, slash coaches fail to realize in Little League Baseball, especially at the younger levels of kid pitch, the modified level, the 9U, the 10U, the 11U, the zone's got to be big. The zone's got to be big. The zone's got to be all over the place because that umpire's got to keep that game going. I have no issues with my kid walking three guys in a row and then all of a sudden the umpire on a 3-0 count and the next guy giving him a, a fastball up for a strike. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with it as my hitters, like I tell them. We're here to hit. That, be, you know, be thankful that you got it, that strike call. Said, that's another peppy you know with the umpires is to keep the game moving. Right? Got to keep the game moving. You know, um, you know, believe it or not, you know, after a while you have to you have to let them also be able to 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 socialize a little bit with people because they can't be so so rigid, right? Um, but I, I hate when they talk to parents. You know, they're not there to talk to parents. Yeah. And if you can't take criticism from a parent, then you're probably in the wrong place. Because yeah. if 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 myself or even even Mike, right, if every time that I got criticized, right, and I get criticized all the time on a regular <laughs> basis, right, on a regular basis, if I were to get upset or get offended or get into an argument or get into a fight or 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 walk out or, or do any of those things, you know, then then I would never be at the park, you know, um, and and I but I know this is going to sound crazy, but I look at the game sheets. Right, I look at all the game sheets, and I look to see uh, the amount of innings that are played, and I look to see at the the amount of runs that are scored. Right, and when when I have my little you know end of the week meeting with uh, with Joel, which is the one who's in charge of my umpires, you know, I'll tell him, hey, listen, man, there's there's certain things here that I'm seeing with certain umpires that they're only playing three and a half innings, they're only playing four innings. Right, so we need to now look at and see exactly what what they're doing. Right? What are their coaches doing? Because at the end of the day, who are we taking away from? We didn't play with time limits when we were younger. We played six innings. When I played at the boys' school, it was six innings. Yep. And we played at 6.30 and 8.30. Those wow. were the time slots, right? You know, so now it's a little bit different. I understand, you know, the importance of school and education. I get it. Um, the funny thing about rain, like you said about rain, I've had plenty of parents tell me, about rain, the last time I checked, right, I've never known a human being to to pass away from getting wet. <laughs> right. Right? Am I, am I wrong in, in saying that? No. And, uh, and, and I get it. And, and sometimes I got, you know, sometimes we got we to gotta push things through. Like, you know, last season was, was horrific. It was a horrible season with rain. It was, it was tough, yeah. Um, I tell people, people look, just, it'll... People just it'll, have a hard time adjusting, man. 
It'll get suspended when the field yeah. is damaged by by the elements, not porque la llovenita yeah. te va a caer. When, on, the, when your there's kids water have. on the field and I can't pump it out, then exactly. that's when I'm yeah. canceling. Yep. And and you know if your kid gets a little wet today, then forget it. Listen, if your kid's sick and it's raining, don't even bother. Don't go. Yeah. It's okay. We'll sub you. Plenty of guys. We bring us up. No kid, big deal. Kids get we sick. We won't forfeit. I, I do but have a good line for parents in regards to umpires, though. You know, and 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 usually this dumps them. You know, I said, listen, I'm always looking for umpires. <laughs> 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 and if if you want. You're more than welcome to get behind the plate and call balls and strikes and 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 go ahead and 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 work a game, okay? So that you can see what it's all about, right? Yeah. Because it's easy to sit here and and it's easy and it's point easy. out problems. It's oh, everybody can always point out a problem, but you know, no what's one's got a solution? a solution. Yeah, where's the right. solution? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's you know, and and yeah, I I knew that you did a lot. But you've broken it down here <laughs> with, you know, especially that with the, you know, let's check the how many innings the umpires are playing. That, that's, yeah, that's, that's like, smart, that's man. deep. That's deep. Yeah, that's deep <laughs> in there. And that's the thing. I hope that the people that are listening here, you know, and and we're in, and again, 1,800 players, 200 players, nothing compared. But going you a thank you would be nice every once in a while, bro. I get them. I get them. I get them. Every, every, every once in a while, I'll get them. You know, 10, to one, 10 to 1 ratio on the complaints to thank yous? Mm. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely one. more. Definitely more Anyone? complaints to thank yous. But going you, how about a thank you, man? You know, when I saw Juan, you know, I hadn't seen Juan for a while because Juan's doing a lot of the behind the scenes. So I happened to see him at Grapeland two weeks ago. I took my daughter, went with Angelina to watch a couple of games of Diamond Dreams. Well, the first thing I told him was, oh, Juan, thank you. Smooth registration process. Oh, yeah, smooth everything. Thank you. Like, it's not that hard, man. You know what I mean? And, you know, but, listen, man, we appreciate everything you guys are doing, man. My, my we, old man we, has we, lost a little on. bit of his patience, you know, especially <laughs> with this, this generation of, of uh, parents. So I, I tend to deal with, you know, the majority of the complaints. Um, I lean on him a lot, right? I lean on him a lot, but, you know, because there's, there's sometimes, you know, even like the ejections, you know, when I got to deal with coaches who get ejected or, oh, my God, last season with the, the falsification of the documents, you know, we caught 17 players. Um, cheating. Cheating. Playing yeah, out well, of I, age. I was going to ask you, I mean, I, I follow, you know, I follow you on, on Instagram, Instagram and right. and what you post. And, yeah, I was going to ask you about, about that, about, you know, th these bigger things that are bigger than a call. You know, or, or an umpire, or the the cheating and the drinking. So, so the cheating. So the cheating last season. You know, we 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 collect birth certificates, right? Um, are we at a hundred percent? No, we're not at a hundred percent in collecting birth certificates. This is what this is what we were doing last season, right? Um, and a copy, and they're copies. They're copies of, of birth certificates, right? But what people feel to realize is that obviously because one, I've been doing this for a while, so I can kind of tell sometimes about. You know, if I look at a birth certificate, there's certain numbers that are on birth certificates that if you don't change all of them the way you're supposed to change them to falsify them, I'm going to catch you, right? Because within your your uh, your um, birth certificate number is your actual year of birth and et cetera, et cetera. And there's other different little things that I would look at. Um, and you have social media also, right? And I don't follow people that play in my league, right? But other people follow other people that play in our league, right? And, you know... When you're when you're getting pictures of, of kids celebrating, you know, X birthday and you're playing in X division, right? And I come up to you and I show you this picture, you know, there's what, what's the what's 
what's the reaction when, when this what? At first they say no. At first they say no. They say no that they're not cheating, <laughs> which is in, insane. Um, you know, I was actually threatened a couple of times last season over this whole thing. You know, I had some 16-year-olds that I caught playing in the in the 14U division. Wow. Okay. Um, I was playing my son up last season. Um, so if you think about it, you're, he was that 16-year-old, which it actually happened. He was playing against a 12-year-old at that time. <laughs> Um, you know, I had a couple seven or eight year olds playing down, even some playing in, in, in T-ball or in coach pitch. And, and I just, I, I, I really don't, I don't get it. I really don't, I don't understand Neither it. Neither do I. I don't understand, understand why anyone would do it. I mean, and, and the part of, of, you know, there, there are some people that when I do catch them, they, they say yes. Right. And. And they're still doing something wrong, but I kind of, like, respect that a little bit more than the one who kind of, like, just straight up lies to me, right? So, <clears throat> we we had that issue last season. That combined with the rain, the 17 falsified documents plus the, the rain, um, it was probably one of the most stressful seasons and kind of, like, pushed me to the point of where, and, and I, do I really need, do I really want to do this anymore? Because it was just so out of control. You know, and it was, it was just constant, like every single day dealing with, with people, you know. Yeah, but there's like, there's like, there's a huge difference between, let's say, it doesn't happen that much anymore, right? But years ago, you know, you got a jugador cubano, a jugador dominicano, and all of a sudden they weren't 32 years old, they were 24. <laughs> but they're, they're adults. Doesn't make it right, but they're adults, you know. I know Real Sports is the story on how, a bunch of players would use their, their uh, like the Dominican especially, their sister's birth certificate to be able to sign early. So they were, you know, looking older, right? Or vice versa or whatever. But dude, th these, are, these are kids. These are kids. You're putting older kids to play con chiquitico. I have a five-year-old. If I, if I know that there's like an eight-year-old playing my kid. You can't do it. I'm gonna be pissed. You know what people I mean, fail to realize. There's a safety issue no, there too. Like issue. and 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 you know, like you were asking, like you know, like and I'm like, why do people do that, dude? The the word scumbag comes to mind yeah, because oh yeah, like these are these are children, niños. Like, what would possess you to do that? You know, it, it, it's it, it's I, I hate to say it, but people just want to win. You know what I mean? And I I. I'm, I'm not even a big fan of kids playing up. You know, I have about three or four in the program that are seven new players that are playing up. They're very advanced, very good kids. You know, Julian Alvarez, uh, Joshua Lopez. You know, in the seven new division, our shortstop is uh, the kid that was our six new shortstop last season, you know, Brunette. They play up. They can do it. I'm not a big fan of it, though, but they handle it and they can do it. But what people fail to realize is that my best six new team can't beat my seven U team and they're an average team. They can't. The difference in the year, whatever their birthdays are, six, seven months is huge. The difference mm -hmm. from six to seven. Okay. The difference from seven to eight is huge. The difference from eight to nine is huge. Okay. And then one of the biggest mistakes that I feel that coaches, parents, whoever's making the decisions to play these two levels with these kids, I think that there's 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 three levels for me, for me, for my Quintana. You have T ball. You have coach pitch and kid pitch, right? Once you cross that line, once you leave T-ball, 
whether you're four, five, or six, and you jump into the coach pitch world, and you're playing on a coach pitch team, you left T-ball behind. That's it. That's it. You're, you're out. You're done. Like, don't, oh, no, I'm playing 6U coach pitch, but because I'm 5U, I'm going to go and dominate on this T-ball team. No, don't blur that line. Don't blur that line. Blur it 6-7. You want to be a 6U, play 7 You Blur it in the three years of coach pitch. Don't blur it down. And then once you get to, if you're 8 years old and you've made the decision to play 8U kid pitch, which is what we do at Diamond Dreams, I'm not pulling those kids to play coach pitch. I'm not. Once you crossed over that line in Diamond Dreams, you're not coming back down to play coach pitch. I'm not going to blur it like that. I'm not. Listen, I can get these two kids, Julian and Joshua, and put them on my 7U team right now. The 7U team will probably be. But we're not going to do that. They've been playing kid pitch. That's it. Bullpens, facing live pitchers. We're not going to come down now to coach pitch and have my coach have to throw them even harder so that they can feel that they're in. No. And I, and I think that that those lines need to stay as firm as possible. Once you cross in the coach pitch, no more T-ball. Once you cross in the kid pitch, no more coach pitch. And then in between those lines, don't cheat, man. The difference between a six- and <laughs> seven-year-old is huge. Yeah, but number one, you're going to get busted, okay, because 100%. there's plenty of people. Like Alex was saying, yeah, there's Alex Instagram was saying, now, yeah, there's no, social media. One point or another, you're going right. to like But not only that, but you, you have yeah. your kid with but, an eight behind right, them blowing right. out a cake and point, exactly. oh, no, he's six years old. But even on top of that, you have the eye <laughs> test, bro. It's very easy to know. Like last season when that 6U division started, like I, I knew. Tenía un bigotico. I just knew. No, you just know, you know, because. That's one of the divisions that. And you know what the funny thing about that is, you know, it started off with one team, right? And then that one team said, well, listen. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. So they're pointing. You caught me, but you know what? That team over there, they yeah. got somebody else. Well, that, that's what I'm getting to. You're, you're not going to get away <laughs> with it, number one, because you have people around like Alex, uh -huh. myself, that have the eye test. You're not going to get away with it because of social media. And not just that. People are snitches, man. People don't want to chop palante. Like, they, they don't get fooled by anybody. Like, the other team... Or even the parents on your same team. Don't Like, don't don't even do it. And then it gives you a bad look. And then, you know, how long it takes for people to to tarnish and clean up that look, I don't know. But it's just a bad look, man. Mike, it happened in my in my neighborhood. There was a, a couple blocks down, not even in my block. A couple blocks down, I heard two neighbors had a little spat. Oh, porque no? Te voy a llamar el condado, call the county. Hey, porque they have illegal this, illegal that, or whatever. County shows up at the lady's house, senora, you have this illegal, illegal, illegal. Oh, pero por qué? Everybody here in all Todo these blocks have busted. illegal stuff. That everybody person busted. has this, that person has snitched on everybody. Everybody busted. Dude, I think everybody on my block except no. me. <laughs> no, and, <laughs> and it's funny that you mentioned that because when I first everybody. bought here, uh, something happened with the house in the corner, and then they got some type of violation. And then the one next the to it, the one yeah. next to it. And then when they got Mira. to me, I had a little awning here on the side of the take down. Yeah, yeah, everybody. Mira. But yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, thing, you know, especially when it comes to kids' sports, man. You know, these kids are the apples of your eye. These are the people's children. People don't like their kids to get fucked with. Like, like, do things right. Put your kids in the right division. And you know what? If you get waxed, it's okay. If you, if you don't have a good team in the 6U, 7U, 8U division and the other teams are beating you up this season, it's okay. It's okay. I've had teams that are 20 and 0. I've had teams that are 0 and 20. And I'm, I'm here. Same guy. Those kids are playing ball. They're great. Parents are great. Everybody's doing great. I just think it's just the whole winning thing. Listen, I prepare my kids to win. I prepare my coaches to win. 
we're going to go out, and when the game starts, we're going to try to win every game. That's what we're going to try to do because that's what you're supposed to do. But if we lose, it's okay. We take losses all the time, all the time. Remember that famous you know I mean? case with uh, Danny Almonte right. in the, oh uh, God, <laughs> the that, Little yeah. League World Series? Oh, yeah. You can just tell, like, okay, that kid doesn't and belong then the, there. The kid, like, got like his teacher pregnant or something. I don't know. It was something. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he had a, the kid had a family. He was playing. But, but dude, Alex, I remember at, at Pacual, like, you know, when I was with Colinach, and they told my dad, oh, yeah, Amandito's going to Pee Wee. Oh, my God. So, right. Hey, you're going to Papito. Oh, my God. Hey, you're going now to Pineda. Dude, it was like, or, well, first to, yeah, to, before Pineda was to Isaira and, and Francisco. And Francisco, but, yeah. You know, con la máquina. But, dude, like, those were, like, happy days. I, I, you I know, can't. getting the promotion. Why would I, like, I mean, I know it's not so much on the kid, but the parent, but my dad was happy, too. Oh, yeah, ahora mi hijo a jugar coach pitch. Ahora mi hijo a jugar máquina. Ahora mi hijo a jugar eh, con los niños tirándole. It wasn't a, oh, you know, pero mira, vamos a poner a mandito a jugar. No, bro, that, that didn't, like, I, I felt I, like I back then. That I can't imagine my grandfather even. Yeah. Um, even. Yeah. Do I, can't it, imagine. I, I can't imagine my grandfather saying, you know what, I'm going to put this kid on this team nope. so that we can win. Yeah. Nobody and there. She, and, and, you know, when we were playing also, um, or at least, you know, when I was playing, the divisions were, weren't divided like how they are now, you know, 9, 10, 11, you know, 9, 10, 11. We, we used to play 9 and 10, 9 and 10, 11 and 12, and 13 and 14. Mm-hmm. And guess what? When you were 9 years old and you were facing the 10-year-olds, it is what it is. is what it you is. were getting beat up, yep. right? But then the next season you were 10, and it was your turn to, to do the beating up, right? And, you know, even though I, I truly feel this system obviously is, is a little bit better and it gives more opportunity for, for more kids to play, um, I, I just, I can't imagine my grandfather just, just like, <laughs> no, falsifying no, a document. Like, it's, it's mind-boggling to no. me. Like, it's, and, and turning this in and, and, you know, and even, like, um, like the awards that I started giving now. Right, I oh. started doing the, the statistics. I know Mike doesn't like doing that. He only does that for, for one of his teams. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, I, I remember when I was younger, you know, and, I, and, and a guy would have, like, this, um, like, a little banquet hall thing or whatever and give awards to all the champions. And I remember um, going to the boys' club, and, and the first thing I would do is, you know, go to the little concession stand and see who were the, the leaders in the hitting and who were the Absolutely. leaders in pitching, yep. right, and, and get a pizza there from the, from the concession stand and... and I remember you know, uh, Carlos Casanueva, who we had on the show, said it was his abuelo at the boys' club that would put the he would keep all the stats and put the the sheet and everything. But I was like, you, I would go always, but mirad, I would yeah, I, I mean, I, when we first started, we didn't do that. Um, but I always look back at when I was little, right? And and there's certain things that I always remember, right? Um, I don't remember the winning or the losing that much. I remember certain games, the winning, right? But I do remember being announced, right? My son, you know, my, I mean, me, myself being announced to go off the bat, which I think is important, right? Um, I remember being recognized, you know, and I remember other players being recognized for, for their accomplishments, right? Um, obviously, it was a little bit easier back then. You had a, a scorekeeper that was indifferent. You know, obviously, we're using parents now, which, you know, for the most part, the majority of the parents do what's right, and they want to do what's right, you know? Um, the game changer parents, right? right. Um, and and people complain, and, and a lot of the, of the complaining has to do with not knowing the rules of, of baseball. Um, but, you know, sometimes, like, I look back at it, and I remember it being such a, a positive experience in my life, you know? You know, having that recognition, right, as a kid growing up, 
you know, um, and having your name called out, you know, this, this might be the only chance that these yeah. kids ever get that, right? Because as you know, Mike, the more baseball you play, the more people are left out, right? Right, correct. And the more you move up, the funnel gets smaller. It gets oh, and, and you guys did a big thing. They brought the all-star game back, you know, which was, which was big <clears> time. But I want to say something about, you know, the all-star games and the award ceremonies. And those things are outstanding. You know, um, you have to do them. Um, but man, they bring a lot of fucking issues, dude. <laughs> you know, I haven't had, I, I've, I haven't had one award ceremony in Diamond Dreams where after the party, after I feel I'm on top of the world and we had such a great event, you get home and you open up that phone and it's somebody who didn't agree with you. You know what I mean? So... What, was it like Moises Alou complaining about Milan <laughs> in the 97? I'm just, you know, and, and it sucks, man, because, you know, you, you kind of bear down all year, you know, with the kids, and you kind of bear down. And, you know, to me, when I... There, there are seasons that I, I go that I don't give awards out for some teams just because maybe there wasn't an award to be given. You know what I mean? But when I give an award, it's because you earned the award. There's no favoritism. There's no relationship with mom and dad. There's no special nothing. And not just that. Those kids that usually get the awards in Diamond Dreams, they're probably the ones I ride the hardest. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Um... But even though those things are great, man, they just bring, you know, especially like the all-star selections, you know, like it's, well, you know, people, it, oh my God, it's, it's so it's, it's difficult. It's, it's so funny, tough. but I, I, when I first started doing the baseball, right, in, in 2006, when they, when they redid the park, um, you know, my dad said, you know, we've always done an all-star games. We've been part of all-star games, so we're going to do an all-star game. It was like an all-star day where we used to have like a home run derby and, uh, and a little running competition to see yeah. who was fast and, you know. Little things like that. And and I remember being accused of starting the stopwatch late on purpose to make sure that this other one child in particular won and and, and the parent just completely going off on me. And I and I remember calling my, my dad that day and saying to him, You know what? I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do this anymore. It's not it's not worth it. <laughs> the like, stopwatch. A stopwatch. You're accusing me of starting yeah. a stopwatch late, you know? Um that was uh in it's funny because when the DDT ball instructional league started, um, when we would do the coach pitch season, I would pitch to both teams, you know, you know, not to talk about myself, but I'm very good. I could throw the ball in the same spot a million times. Very good at it. And Which is one of the most difficult things to do. Right. Coach a hundred percent. Super difficult. He's, especially the smaller they get. He's yeah. literally hitting their bat. Yeah, pretty much. So in this T-ball league. You think I'm kidding. I've yeah. seen people. And, <laughs> and, awesome. and I don't know if you all know who Roderick Ames was. I, I saw him get a serious case of, of the yips while he was Roderick out there Ames pitching one day, them. right? Especially when he was um he was throwing to lefties, right? And he hit a couple kids, threw a couple in the dirt, and before <laughs> you about, know it. That, that would be me probably. Talk about one of the, one of the toughest lefties, Cainzos, bro. That's right. why you right. was a bulldog, bro. That guy was real deal. Columbus guy was yeah. real deal. Real deal. Went to Alabama first, didn't he? Yeah, he went to Alabama with Fernie. Those two guys were, were, were real good ball players. Real good ball players, man. Yeah. He threw the ball. So, so championship game comes, and two-game elimination, and the second-place team beats the first-place team. Right, so they got to go now to uh, the final game of the championship. Right, the team that won accused me of pitching different to them, just like that, straight up. 
no, because you was on Wello and some other guy. I said, oh, really? The last season I pitched. Never pitched again in the instructional league. Now, dad's got a pitch or you use the T, do whatever you want. It's those type of things that people just, you know, you put your, when you put everything into it, you know, you put everything into it, your all-star game, your awards, you know, with us, and then, boom, someone's got to try to deflate that a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that those are issues with those people, though. Those people need to, that, that always have those little details and excuses and, and complains, those people got to figure it out for themselves because um, you're in a baseball program. You know, you're playing in an outdoor activity. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. You're going to sweat. Can't, can't throw a towel over the sun. You know what I mean? And I think for those people that complain about those things, need to figure it out themselves. No, absolutely. And, and, you know, before I ask you about that other controversy, you're talking, you know, you're talking about the awards and all that and about stuff you remember. Man, those December trophy ceremonies at Pascual <laughs> were were my favorite as a kid. You used to get there. It was Cuban National Anthem, U.S. National <laughs> Anthem, and they just went. Champion home run hitter, Los Patelitos, this and that. Man, like... Those were good times. Those are memories that will never leave my brain. Uh, La Villa, right? La Villa, La Villa was the one who used to take the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and I, I mentioned him in, a, in one of the podcasts because, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're talking about, you know, doing stuff post, you know, like like Mike was saying on, on Diamond Dreams game day, sometimes Anna, my wife, is calling me and she's like, babe, where are you? We got to go somewhere. I don't know. I stayed talking to a few people and all that. My brother's five years younger, so I would finish the morning session. You make it out hanging out. You know, those were good days. You know, going to to La Ventanita and your dad. You know, are you gonna pizza mm-hmm. and the, and the Pepsi, the best tasting pizza and 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 Pepsi, La Villa selling the baseball cards. You know, dude, those are those were good times. I I didn't want to leave. The I didn't want to leave the park. The best thing about that time. There was no text messaging. No there was phones, no, there no, was no WhatsApp groups, which to me is the biggest team killer. And I'm talking about team in general, basketball, dance, um, baseball. Those WhatsApp chats are poison. You know what I mean? And I, I think that's one of the biggest differences. I think before when you had these the teams, you'd go to your end-of-year thing. You got your award. The team dispersed. Everybody did their thing in the offseason, and then you circled back around, got drafted again to come play spring, and then that's how kind of it was. Now everybody kind of stays kind of interlocked, which for some <laughs> things, that's not <laughs> good. That's for, not good. For, for, for a lot of things is good, yeah. and then for, but for some yeah. things, like yeah. there's, you know, yeah. los piquetico that yeah. come up with the people that complain. Yeah, and yeah I, just those, I think those team chats are just poison. <laughs> I think they're poison. And, and, and every team's got a snitch, and I want to make that clear. Um Every team has a snitch. So just, you know, just Multiple. be careful. Be careful what you what you put on those things because um, oh, yeah. they, they eventually circle back around with 100%. a parent that left the program sour and just decides to throw everybody under the bus oh, yeah, Mike, or, someone a, or someone who's a big supporter <laughs> of the program and wants to tip you off to something. So, yeah. you know, parents, my advice, any sport, any sport, any sport, any sport. You know, I got two girls in dance. Any sport. You know, I tell my wife all the time, like, you know, don't write or anything like that because those things come back around and they're poison. I remember last season there was um, a little thing that happened. Nothing big, you know, 
people on the sideline, I you know, watching the the game behind the dugout. Oh, and you you know, you hear a couple of things and I remember and this was, you know, pre DD podcast, you know, I'm I'm telling <laughs> I'm telling Mike, I'm like, Well you bro, you know, you may get a call about this. And he goes and Mike told me, Mandito, nip it in the bud. You know, like so the nip next the time bud. it happened that somebody after the game, oh no, cause this call and I'm oh. like Oh yeah, there was another call that our guy was out, you know, and he was safe, tranquilo, no pasó nada, and that's it. And that was the end of the conversation because, yeah, man, eso sí. It keeps on going. Después, like, it you keeps know, on going. I've had, you know, I've had, not going to speak out loud, but, you know, I've had people tell me like, oh, because that, that coach, and I've been like, that coach is excellent. That coach is excellent. You know, not DD coaches, but like volunteer. Listen, <laughs> right, you that know. That coach is excellent. Yeah, like, there's no, like, I get a... And, and Mike has a, you know, the the chat with the volunteer coaches. We all get along. Everybody gets along. And, and you know, and one of one of our coaches, she just had surgery. I texted her to see how she's doing. And during during the draft, you know, a, cu- a couple of the dads are like, hey, you know, um, did this, what, what, man, I forgot. I didn't write this kid's uh, time from, from home to home. I'm not gonna be a jerk and be like, oh no, he ran a 26 and the kid really ran like Brian Rueda, you know? Like, <laughs> right. I mean, Brian Rueda, Brian, Brian's son, <laughs> who ran like a like a 17. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like, Bertu, we all get along. Like, it's 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 great, and that's what I like about about Diamond Dreams, you know? Like, you know we're building a nice you know little what a, thing. You know there. what academies are, and you know, I have a little bit of of everything, right? I have academies and I have travel teams, right? Um, and the academies, right? The kids, for the most part, you know, they kind of like see each other over and over again, right? So, I, you know, I, I remember, you know, going to the park, right? And, and seeing people that, that I would look up to, you know, like um, the, the Mark Rodriguez's, the, the, uh, the Pedro Gafols, you know, the Alex Fernandez's, you know, the Juan Alvarez that I've known forever, right? And I, and I remember those guys playing baseball at, at, at the academy mm-hmm. and you're exposed to that it's kind of like a, a a tradition you know you're kind of like moving up and you're seeing the kids and the other kids grow as you're younger right you're a younger kid looking up to the older kid and it kind of like transitions again and then you have the young kid looking up to the older kid and you bring up all these That's names awesome right and and that the only way you can get that is with what with continuation right and staying with a program right. and and people not jumping right from place to place, right? right? It, it's And that's a huge issue, right? It's like I remember it, my, my cousin who's six years older than me. I'm 42, so he's about 47, 48. Um, and he played at, at Pacual as well, uh, George Cardoso. And I remember like, dude, his friends to me, him and his friends were like major leaguers to me when I was a kid. Oh my God, you know, and I used to go to boys club to watch them play. It's like you said, it's like the continuation, you know, I'm... Like I'm, I'm, I'm always happy. Like when you know we become friends with, uh, you know, like let's say Marcus Diego who went now to six U. <clears throat> so AJ, when he sees him in school now, he's like, oh, that's that's Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. He plays it. He plays Absolutely. in the bigger thing. He's it's great. You know, like you you build a continuation, like you said, and that's always awesome. Yeah, you, you know, and, and you just mentioned that you know that it's so hard to keep teams together. You know, I've gotten lucky with um, the ten U team we have now. Um, you know, the majority of those kids have been with me since they've been three or four. And despite everything going on around them, 
you know, they've all been on players, especially 6U, 7U, where we've had big disbursements, you know, but these people have kind of stuck and it's kind of paid off. We won at 6U, stayed together. We won at 7U. We won one championship in every age division. Nice. We won the 9U Maiva Spring. We were in the championship in the fall. We lost. You know, we're competing now in, in this spring. Um, and I'm grateful for that group and the, the group of parents. You know what I mean? Because the longer that you're with a kid, number one, you get to know him better and you get more out of the player, you know? And I get it. A lot of it has to do maybe with being the right fit or whatever or, but as you know, Armando, I'm a very organic person. I like things to happen organically. I like things to happen naturally. And that 10 team stayed with me naturally. I haven't had to call them, convince them, nothing. It's been like, we want to be here. We like you. And it's been the right group. And I always, with my younger teams, try to tell them, take a look at that tenue. Take a look at that success that they've had in the program. You know, we're running the same practices. We're doing the same thing. We, we're, you know, very, very basic. Damage is very basic. But, man, it, it's hard. It, it's hard to keep these younger cores together. Like in T-ball, we're able to keep everybody. You know, we do a great job with that. 6U, we do a, you know, we got four 6U teams, and we do a pretty good job of holding on to it. But, man, once they get into that late six, sevens, they get start getting pulled in so many different directions with people kind of, like, selling their thing or whatever. But why are they doing that? Because they don't have the players. I don't do that. I, I've never done that. I've never sent a DM. I've never placed a phone call to bring a player. I've never done that. If you're registered with Diamond Dreams, you're going to play with Diamond Dreams. If you're not registered with Diamond Dreams, you're not going to play, which is, which, is, which is what you talked about, Alex, like in these tournaments, man, like, I take a lot of pride in that 10U team because we go out and we play these travel teams. Right. You know, we play these teams that you show up to play against them. They got five different hats on, three different socks on, three different colored belts because they're not from the same team. And they just come and they stack these teams. And, and I love it. I, I love seeing that. I love seeing that because to me, it shows me you don't have a team, which is the big picture of things. And number two, it gives us an opportunity to play you, to beat you. We, which we've done. We've had some success against those teams, you know, not a lot, but we, when we do, we, we've played well, you know, and, you know, I just, I just wish teams would stay together longer in the, in the program in diamond dreams. You know what I mean? I wish those younger teams coming up sixes and sevens and eights would just solidify and say, we're here to play the league baseball. Let's leave the nonsense around. Let's leave all the noise and all the smoke around. And let's just focus on our practices, focus on me as a parent working on my kid, get the private lessons, be at your games on time, do everything that's in your scope, and the team will stay together. And the grass is not greener on the other you know? side. It's the same thing. It's just, it doesn't, and it's what you're saying, right? Um, which, by the way, I didn't have private lessons when I was growing up. No, none of us did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, none of us did. You know? I didn't have any private lessons. I, I think I used to go... Um, to uh, what's his name on H Street? He had a, used to have a batting cage in his backyard. Uh, what's his name? He, he, he yeah. Caught for the um, for the Yankees. Yeah, oh my yeah, god, yeah. I can't believe I'm the playing. catcher of the Yankees, uh, Posada. Posada. Posada's uh, uncle, lay, 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 uncle lay, lay, had a yeah, had right. a batting cage there, and I used to, I used to go hit there, and I, I think that's about the only thing I did. That's a, yeah. You know, and now it's pitching lessons, hitting lessons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying is that which is not it's not bad, it's not wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. No. Right. No. There's nothing wrong with it. So, um, just don't substitute your lessons for your team practices. No. <laughs> make sure you go to your go to the make sure you go to your practices, yes, yes, and then yes. outside of that, you do everything yeah. you need to do. Yeah. And, and Alex, before practice. we go, because um, now we can stay here no, talking we can stay here all day. All day. Um, 
the drinking at the park. I saw on Instagram the the pictures, the warning. You know, Mike's mentioned that in the past too. What's up with that? And, and how do you like? I mean, I guess you could well, I mean, make I've, it easy to, I've gone, to stop. I've I gone, mean, it's, um, you know, it's it's funny. I, I I like to go out and have a couple of drinks here and there and, and have a good time, right? I'm not one of these square course. guys, right? Um, and if you know me, you know that I'm I'm a fun human being, right? I can be a lot of fun, right? <laughs> um, but you know, like I've I've actually walked um, down Field Three at Grapevine Park and in between the stands and the dugout. So the dugout, the kids are where the dugouts is at, and the parents are there. And in between there, they'll have a one of those little carts, right? And they'll have a, like a little bar section <laughs> where they're taking tequila shots with uh, lemons and salt, and and there's like this whole spread of of alcohol, right? And it it just it, it blows my mind. Like you're you're literally sitting. And doing this right next to the kids that are that are playing, right, and and I just it it it, it bought. What, let's begin with, if something happens with an umpire, right, if he gets a call wrong, yeah, it creates a bad situation. It makes it worse, right? Because now you've been drinking, and if those umpires were so good, they wouldn't be umpiring where they're at, right? These guys are just there trying to to make a little extra money for their family, right? Number two, it's not allowed in the parks. You're not allowed to drink alcohol in the parks, right? You're not supposed to be doing that. Three, from my experience, in my, in my real job, right, my real profession, you know, the whole drinking and, and driving and then getting into to the vehicle with, with your, your child, right, is, is, is crazy to me, you know? And, and, I, and I've been saying it for years on end with people, and for whatever reasons, it, it doesn't stick. It, it doesn't, you know, it, and, and it, it, it's never brought anything good. All it's done is bring problems with umpires, problems of other teams, problems amongst the, the, the parents themselves, you know. Um, and, it, and it doesn't look good. You know, everybody brings those yetis, right? And, and, and they really think that I don't know that they're drinking, right? And, um, you know, I, I had a group, you know, on a side note, I had a group um, from International Academy, right? And uh, they used to sit down the left field line on field four, right? Okay? Outside of the park, they would take their cigars. It was a group of parents, right? Four or five dads. And they would smoke a cigar and obviously have a drink, right? And they were doing that for years. And I never heard them say a single word. I never said a word to them. They didn't bring it into the park. They didn't get into arguments with other teams, you know? So it's, it's not like I'm this, you know, this rigid individual, but, I mean, I just, I just don't get you walking, you know, through Grapeland Park or Flagami Park with a, a red cup, you know, having drink or, or, or even I've had people chug their beer right in front of me, you know? Like if we're at a fraternity party, you know, just completely, you know, ask me, hey, listen, you can't drink at the park. And they'll be like, oh, okay, no problem. And literally chug the entire beer right in front of me. So obviously, cool guy, cool guy. <laughs> obviously I'm going to, I'm going to lose it. You know, that's where I lose it. Right. Um, and you act like, when park. you act like an ass, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're about to walk into the club. Oh, you can't drink it. Okay. Like, yeah, people are there's, a, just, there's a place and time for everything. I, just, I don't get it. Like, I, I, and I don't feel like um, that at that point in time, I don't feel like I need to be politically correct. I don't have to be nice to you. Um, I don't have to like, you know, 
try to persuade you to do something. Listen, man, this is a little league baseball game, right? And you're drinking alcohol and you're a grown ass man, right? Something happens here. Okay. And you blow up. It's going to be on me. So don't drink alcohol in the park. You know, invite the team over to your house. house. Come to your crib. Come to your crib. Have house. drinks, man. You know? Yep. Place and time for everything. No, bro. And then the, the, the fact that, that, that they expect you to be nice about it. The part that, that, that's getting to me now is that they expect me to be nice and courteous about it. And I just think at this point, after everything that I've sent out, and, you know, I send messages to coaches and, and, and talk to them about it. Um... I'm I'm done. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell I'm, you I'm done. I'm I'm so done with the alcohol in the parks and the people drinking and, and it's it's just like I'm not gonna be courteous anymore. I'm just gonna throw you out. You know? I'm I really am just done with it. So I, I, again I think I think that that just people don't realize um how much hard work goes into these leagues and these things. You know what I'm saying? Um I've seen it firsthand, your your guys' league has grown immensely. And I've seen the hard work, you know, just like with Diamond Dreams, you know, we, we've grown immensely lately and it's, it's all through based, based through hard work. So when you, you put everything in there and to you, everything is going super, 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 super smooth. And then somebody comes to you with something petty or something ridiculous or giving you a little bit of attitude or maybe talking to you in the way that you don't deserve. I'm telling you right now, with Mike Quintana, you better be ready. Like be ready to have the conversation. You know, happened this week twice, like this weekend, past weekend twice. Like, don't, don't, don't expect niceness, like from the get, like you may run into a wall and that's just the way it goes. Like, you know, people just need to put into perspective, man. Like you're playing little league baseball. The coaches are the best that we're able to find guys that the coaches we have in diamond dreams that's the best I'm able to have right now. There's not 10 coaches sitting on the sidelines there that I just haven't gone to hire just because I haven't wanted to hire. No. That's the best that we have right now. Call, call you're going to be... They expect you to call You're, you're going to be in a baseball <laughs> program Belkin. and you're going to be in, in throughout life. And, and I teach this to my daughters. You're going to have some good teachers. You're going to have some bad 100%. teachers. You're going to have some tough teachers. You're going to have some easy teachers. Well, if you went to a practice today and, and the coach uh, maybe... Okay, well... That's the definition of today, yeah. But, but to think that there's going to be a perfect system that every time you're going to go out there, every coach is going to be perfect. Every no, man, it's not going to be like that. Coach is going to scream at your kid, man. No, you, you may I mean, not like it. You may not like it. And and to Alex's point, you know about the um, about the drinking, dude, it just takes one really bad incident. Let's say a dad drinks, punches the umpire. The umpire falls, hits his it's head. A, it's, already, it's happened before. It's already happens. That soccer coach had died. You played in Tamiami Park yesterday. The fences are now connected field to field. It used to never be like that. You know that you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Before it was open, like mm -hmm. the, you had the four the, the the backstop ended, and then you can walk in the middle. But I remember clearly, you know, because I've been at you know what we used to be now Swing Kings before Sluggers. I've been there since '01, dude. I remember there was a span there, and like. 0809 where like it was like two months in a row like full police full ambulance because things got really out of control there and that's why they closed off and they connected the backstops from field to field 
You've been to Tamiami. Mean, you've seen it. They're connected. You can't walk in. It's yeah. like a fourplex. You can't walk in unless you go into the dugout. And and those are the repercussions of these things. People losing perspective, man. It's a little league game. You know how little stupid league. you got to be and when you wake up? How stupid? Because it's happened to all of us. You do something, <laughs> the next day you wake up, you're like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that, right? Because it happens. Mm-hmm. How stupid you must feel and something like that the next morning. Yeah. When you wake up from that nonsense and you realize what you did or what you said, you know, it's embarrassing, man. It's it's no pasavena, man. There's a I, we got we got to be ending soon, right? There's just one thing that I would like to mention um, in regards to scheduling, right? Which is this entire matrix of things that we need to do. Um, I want parents to understand that that there is no like database or 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 anything that we can just punch in and it just shoots out a schedule for 140 teams. Yeah, no, impossible. It's it's handwritten. It is handwritten, okay, based off of block off dates, fields, schedules for academies, okay, practice schedules for travel teams, okay, and it is probably one of the most complex things that anyone can possibly think of doing, okay, and then after that, right, after it's all handwritten, it gets put on an Excel sheet, it gets uploaded onto the to the website, okay, and when, when people complain to me about schedules or ask me, can you change a game? And I say no. Deep inside, I feel horrible that I'm saying no to them. But I know that I'm going off of something that was given to me or that was given to us, right, to, to my father beforehand, okay? And if you couldn't think of having a bar mitzvah, right, or you were going to have a bar mitzvah or you were going to have a birthday party or a communion, you know, that's, that's on you, right? And and I tell people this all the time, okay? We're not going to change games. No. We're not going to change games. I agree. When it rains, those games get rescheduled immediately. By the time you get home, chances are those games are already rescheduled, okay? Um, and I understand that people have lives and, and et cetera, et cetera, but if you really start thinking about it, right, and you start thinking about the complexity of it, right, um, and that it has to be handwritten and the time that it takes for you to do it, right, Sometimes you need to open up your eyes and kind of like realize that it's just it's just not about you and it's not just about your team. It's about the entire league that's playing in this park, right? You know? Yeah. Listen, so, Amanda, and you you know firsthand, for the T-ball instructional league schedule, I was complaining that it was seven teams and the odd number was throwing me off. These guys scheduling 170 teams, all these different locations. No man, that's you. You've definitely. I knew you guys worked hard, man. But you definitely brought to light a lot of little little details that 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 you know, very educational, man. What a great show, Alex. Thank you again for for being on with us. That was awesome. A lot, awesome a, a, a lot of education. Got to bring my. I'm gonna bring my old man next time. Yes, yes. let's do it. Bring my let's old man. He's got him. some pretty yeah. funny stories. We yeah. can make we can make the next uh, podcast about funny stories. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do that. Let's I like that. that. Got some funny stories. I'm sure we all have, right, Mike? We all have some funny stories about baseball. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Alex, for your time, man. We love this show. Episode Don Mattingly in the books. Oh, yeah. 24 on deck. 24. Ken Griffey. Or Ricky Henderson. Or Ricky. (laughs) Yeah, take your pick.